Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called The Deeper Life. It's an important one. I hope that you'll listen to the end. It's hard to believe it was 11 months ago we began our study of Paul's letter to the church at Rome. At the start, I, I admitted I felt a bit intimidated biting into the oh-so-meaty, theologically deep book. But oh my goodness, what an experience it has been. 121 lessons later, we shall call it a wrap. However, please remember that all 121 writings are archived at www.pastorwoman.com, free for the downloading, ready to be revisited by yourself, or to share with someone else. Again, you would just choose Powerful Bible Teaching, then Morning Briefings, and on the left, scroll down to Romans. Our journey began several years ago, however, as we started with Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, then moved right into Acts, which is almost like Luke Part 2, written in the same style and with great attention to names and details, making its historicity quite verifiable. Acts, well, it had it all. From the passionate arrival of the Holy Spirit to the growth of a small band of believers into a vibrant community who loved Jesus the Messiah and each other. There were miracles worked by the apostles. Jesus' radical, life-altering visit to Paul, who became the first Christian missionary and church planter. Shipwrecks and stonings, but most of all, salvation. Since we have followed Paul's letter to the churches he established, we chronologically have taken them in the order they were written, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, Galatians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, and of course now Romans. These letters are really like the framework for our Christian doctrine, and they teach us so much about living the Christian life, and of course they give us a glimpse into the man who wrote them, inspired by God, but nonetheless, um, who wrote them, framed them in his manner of speaking, Paul. Paul closed out his letter to the Romans, stating his immediate plans to pay a visit to Jerusalem, and then travel on to Rome, and even Spain. However, Paul's best laid plans do not come to fruition. Paul will be arrested in Jerusalem. From prison, though, he writes. He writes a letter to the church at Philippi, and we will be with him, our beloved apostle. At this time, I'm going to take a two-week break. In these two weeks, I will be getting my sons ready to return to school, Danny, 8th grade, and Dylan, 11th grade, and also endeavoring to get Fellowship of Christian Athletes launched at our public high school, um, right down the hill from me, actually, San Clemente High School. Please, would you pray for me in this endeavor? Our full kickoff will be a beach bonfire on September 11th. I've already started my Philippians preparation, and during these two weeks, I also want to read the book of Hebrews and spend some more time in personal prayer. I've asked the Lord for a new vision for those who receive a word from me. That is, for the global church who receives morning briefings, these daily Bible studies, also for the international company I pastor, and for Women of Passion, my local weekly women's Bible study. I believe he has answered, for such a time as this, fall 2011, God is calling us to the deeper life. He's calling us, you and me, to be in his word daily. And he's calling us to a deeper, greater, richer life of prayer. 
So besides reading your morning briefings on the book of Philippians, I invite you to please get a copy of Jim Cimbala, that's C-Y-M-B-A-L-A, Breakthrough Prayer. It's by Zondervan Publishing. Actually, if you go to this morning briefing, um, I put a link on there where you can click on it and order the book. It's really good. It's really good. One day out of five, I will be incorporating lessons on prayer and things from Breakthrough Prayer, the book. Things like this. The world has yet to see a Christ-like, victorious, and fruitful believer who is not a person of considerable prayer. The amazing stories, a miraculous, life-changing prayer that Symbola uses, well, they start to make us bolder in prayer and even just way more excited to pray. Um, it's just you're motivated after reading what God can do in answer to our prayers. There's already a Facebook group called Morning Briefings that I invite you to join. There, you'll be able to interact with people from around the world on just what the call to the deeper life means to you and for you as you study Philippians, get excited about prayer, and the awesome God we serve. In these next couple weeks, I invite you then to go to pastorwoman.com and revisit Lessons from Romans or any of the other scriptures or topics listed under Powerful Bible Teaching but friends, I implore you, stay in the word. I will be praying for you. And please, won't you pray for me?